to quick and easy prayer that would change my life. I wasn't ready to do any hard work, and I was intimidated by his philosophy of life and the soul. So I left my reading on Thoreau behind, and I skimmed other sites and saw there were several repeated keywords aware, intentional, thoughts, attention, breathing, meditation, and the term being in the moment. Those words and terms weren't as frightening as mindfulness. I read further about Buddhism. Mindfulness, also known as sati, is one of the seven factors of enlightenment. Yoga also has roots in Buddhism and is a practice that helps one with mindfulness. Yoga became popular as a practice of peace and awareness, and not just for Buddhists and Hindus. For a long time, there was a stigma associated with yoga. It is now accepted and is not as connected with Eastern religions as it once was. I stopped my reading after it led me to yoga because that is where I tried to be mindful and failed. All of a sudden, I remembered how hard it was for me to meditate at the beginning and end of each yoga session. I took classes because I was looking for an escape from myself, from my guilt and sins as a Christian, and from my what-ifs and worries of the future. My instructor encouraged us to pray to whatever higher being we believed in. I praised God for the opportunity to find peace and prayed for that to happen. As soon as I was done with my prayer, my mind went to my to-do list, or what I was going to have for dinner. I thought about giving up, about leaving the studio right then. But as I was sitting at my desk, digging up those memories, I remembered it was what came after the meditation portion that was good for me. I learned to inhale deeply, to intentionally fill my body with the oxygen it needed. I paid attention to the rise and fall of my chest and wiggled all my extremities. As I was guided through the motions, I focused on what my body was doing, the rotating of my shoulder cuff, my pressure in my hips. For 45 minutes, I thought about nothing else but my body and that I could move because God granted me this earthly body. As I relived those moments, I realized that I had been mindful and I had been intentional with my movements and my thoughts, and that perhaps being mindful or praying mindfully was possible. I wanted more, though. My doubt was holding me back. I went back to Thoreau, American literary great, part of the transcendental movement, another way of thinking, to trust your mind and your spiritual self. A lot of the writing and philosophy of this time connected with nature. And, to me, nature is one of God's greatest gifts. This reference to Thoreau intrigued me. Walden, a book about his pseudo-self-exile into the woods outside of Concord, Massachusetts in the 1850s, recounts how he disconnected himself to connect with himself. In other words, he became mindful of his surroundings, and what we can take away from this as Christians is that he taught himself to be in the moment, to be self-aware. According to Walden, Thoreau was very intentional, very aware of everything around him, especially nature. He used nature to meditate and be simple, which God and the Bible often instruct us to do. He wrote how, 
Every morning was a cheerful invitation to make my life of equal simplicity, and I may say innocence, with nature itself. The connection to God? Transcendentalists believed that the universe was divided into two parts, the soul and nature. The soul is the inner being that connects to God. Elizabeth Witherell, author of The Life and Times of Henry David Thoreau, published on the University of California at St. Barbara, explained and summarized this idea. A belief in the reliability of the human conscience was a fundamental transcendentalist principle, and this belief was based upon a conviction of the immanence, or indwelling, or God in the soul of the individual. William Ellery Channing, a contemporary of Thoreau, wrote, We see God around us because he dwells in us.